napkins to the table and let those be displayed. And kids, we're going to keep, I want to talk with you some more. So you guys come on up some more. Kids, moms, dads, aunts, uncles, whoever wants to come on stage, now's your chance. I want to teach you a little bit more about how we can give God thanks. So Jesus said, let the little children come to me because the kingdom of God belongs to such as these. I want to make sure that as, as a congregation that we are uh, kid-friendly and that we love these little ones because uh, this is your church just as much as anyone's and we want to make sure that we are reaching the next generation with the love of Jesus. So I've got a question for you guys. Uh, what do you want for Christmas? I mean, it's time. I mean, it's, it's been out in the stores already. Carson, what do you want for Christmas? Money. You want money. Okay. All right. Yes. What would you like for Christmas? A dinosaur. That sounds fun. Spencer? Anything. Okay. Got that, Mom and Dad? Anything. Okay. A unicorn. That'll be great. Real? A real one? Okay. Let's see if you can find a real live unicorn. Good. What would you like for Christmas? Monster High Dolls. Okay, that sounds exciting. Yes? Um, a robot T Rex. A robot T Rex. Okay, yes? Say that one again. Makeup? Okay, you're beautiful already. What else? Anybody else? How about you? What do you want for Christmas? One second. A Nerf gun? Okay, cool. All right. So I've, I've got some gifts in here that I'm going to share. These are some things that I've just received recently. So you can't have these. These are mine. Um, but, uh, but I'll show them to you, okay? So I got this uh, for Father's Day this summer, and I use this almost every day. It's, my, it's a nice little coffee cup, and so I really enjoy that. So I like using that. Um, uh, this, I've got this just recently. My kids made this for me, you know, and you've made me braces before, too. So uh, it's just nice. We had a, a long day one Friday afternoon. There's no school, and so we made bracelets. So I had this. Uh, this is another one that was given to me for my daughter. Um, one of my friends gave me this. It's, called, it's a book. It's called Deep, Deep Discipleship. And uh, so I've been reading through that. And do you guys like to... Hey, buddy. Thank you. You're going to... Awesome. <laughs> Some churches, that's what they do. They'll have the piano player play while the preacher's preaching. So uh, we might have our future worship leader here. That'd be great. Uh, but do you like to read? Do you like to read? It's important to read. And so uh, read your Bible and things like that. Here's one other thing. It's one of my favorite gifts I like too. Do you know who this is? Anybody know this? This is He-Man. He-Man. So he's an action figure. I'll let you see him. You want to pass him around? He won't scare you. So that was one of my favorite, uh, favorite gifts, okay? And so it's important to uh, have gifts. It's nice. Uh, we like receiving gifts. But I want to tell you about the important, important gift that we're here to celebrate and remember today, and that is the gift of Jesus, that we can receive the greatest gift, and his name is Jesus. And so I've asked my friend Parker, Parker, where are you? Come read my scripture for us. And this is in our Bible. This is from Colossians chapter 2. You can stand right there. Colossians chapter 2. 
verses 6 and 7. It's in our Bible, okay? And these are God's words to us from the Apostle Paul and talks about receiving Jesus. So are you ready? Do you want to read from your card or do you want to read from my Bible? Okay, here you go. Colossians 2, 6 through 7. So then just as you receive Christ Jesus as Lord, continue to live your lives in him, rooted and built up in him, strengthened in the faith as you were taught and overflowing with thankfulness. Awesome. Fine job. Give me five. Yeah, give my hand. That's great. That's really good. It's really good. Okay, so if you want to follow along your Bibles out there, Colossians chapter 2, verses 6 and 7, that's where we're going to anchor our sermon on today. And so what I need you to do right now is I need you to stand up. You can stand up. You can do what you want to. I won't make you stand up. But I do would like for you to participate with us, okay? And so... Uh, we're going to teach you, I'm going to teach you some signs to go along with this verse that I'm going to kind of summarize it into one sentence. Okay, thank you. And so uh, we're going to talk about receiving Jesus. Okay, so can you just do this motion? Can you do this? Receiving. You can do this too. Just receive. Okay, receive. Am I doing okay, right, Alicia? Alicia? Receive. Okay, I practice this. Receiving. Okay, try this. Receiving. Jesus. So we put our middle fingers in our palms of our hands to remember that Jesus was nailed to the cross. They probably put him in his wrist. Yeah, yeah. So Jesus. So everybody doing it out there? You can do this too. It won't hurt you. Okay. So receiving Jesus. And this one's the fun one too. Grows. We're going to grow some roots because you, did you hear it say rooted? So we're going to grow some roots. So grow your roots. So we're going to grow some roots. Grows. So kind of make those roots kind of spread out and go deep. Grows. Are you doing that one? I'm on watch. Okay, good job. Okay. Grows. And then this one's fun too. And overflows. Do you see that? So grows and overflows with thanksgiving. With thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Okay, let's put it all together. Receiving. Receiving. Jesus grows and overflows with thanksgiving. Okay, you can have a seat. We're going to practice that throughout the sermon today. Okay, so receiving Jesus. So we're talking about receiving, receiving Jesus. So it's like you're accepting something. You're accepting something that's important to you right here in your heart. And so we receive Jesus. He is the greatest gift that we can receive. It says, so then, just as you have received Christ Jesus as Lord. So Christ Jesus as Lord. So Christ is this sign. It's, this, it's like a sash. We're making letter C, make a sash, okay? So Christ means that he is the, the anointed one. He's the special one. He's the savior of the world. And he's the king, okay? So Christ Jesus as Lord. Some people think that these words that Paul's writing is some of the words that you would say right before you get baptized, and some of you here have been baptized. I've, I've, I've witnessed your baptism or helped with your baptism. And usually when someone's baptized, we ask them a couple questions. Do you believe that Jesus Christ is God's son? Did you hear that? Jesus Christ, the, the, the king, the anointed one. Do you believe that Jesus Christ is God's son? Do you accept him as your Lord and your Savior? And so receiving Jesus means that he's the king, He's the Lord. He's the one in charge of our lives. And so he says, So then, just as you receive Christ Jesus as Lord, continue to live your lives in Him. 
Continue to live your lives in him. Another way to say it is walk with Jesus. Can you say that? Walk with Jesus. And so we can just pretend we're walking. So walking with Jesus, okay? Walking with Jesus. There's a good book that you may want to ask your moms and dads to read with you sometime. It's by Charles Sheldon, and it's called In His Steps. In His Steps. And there's a group of kids, and they ask themselves this question. What would Jesus do? What would Jesus do? This week, and I found out the tree that has the deepest roots in the world. Right there, there's a picture of it. It's in South Africa. It's called the wild fig tree. And the roots on this tree are 400 feet deep. 400 feet deep. That's really long. And so roughly, that's like 40 school buses, 40 school buses. Do you think we can count to 40 by fives if we go like 5, 10, 15? Let's pry that. So let's do it together. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40 entire school buses stacked end to end is how deep those roots are of that tree. Those have some long, deep roots. Okay? So if we're receiving Jesus, he wants us to have growing roots, so big, deep roots. The hard thing is you don't see roots, do you? It's hard to see the roots on this tree. Much like it's hard to see the roots in our lives, are we rooting our lives deep in Jesus? But there's a story that Jesus tells. It's in Matthew chapter 13. He says that there's a farmer, and he goes out and he throws some seed out into the field, and he says that some seed fell on rocky places where it did not have much soil. It sprang up quickly because the soil was shallow. But when the sun came up, the plants were scorched and they withered because they had no roots. So if you don't have strong roots, then the tree or the plant dies. And so Jesus is saying through the Apostle Paul, Receive Jesus, walk in Him, rooted, growing, strong, deep roots. A couple ways that we talk about growing strong, deep roots is reading our Bibles and praying. And so I wonder what that would that look like for you if you were to help your moms and dads and brothers and sisters read their Bible or pray. Do you guys have a kind of nightly routine before you go to bed and you have prayer time? We do at our house most of the time. It's important to have those healthy habits. Every night before you go to bed, let's pray. Maybe you have a Bible on your dining room table and you have a a Bible verse that you read maybe at breakfast or at supper time. That's another way that you can grow, okay, that you can grow. And he says, make sure that you're rooted and built up in built up in Jesus, strengthened in the faith that you were taught. So not only are we supposed to have growing roots, okay? So let's practice again. Receiving Jesus, remember? Receiving, receiving Jesus grows. So we're going to grow some deep roots that will be a strong foundation for us to build our lives on. And so we need help to be built up in the faith. So I have something. Okay? So, I've got something in here. There's Lego bricks, okay? So, I want you to pass this around and each of you take one Lego brick. Make sure I don't think any of you are young enough will swallow it, will you? Don't eat the Legos, okay? But just pass it around. 
Okay, and what we're going to do is we're going to build something on this foundation. So we're going to say that this is the foundation of Jesus that we're going to build up, okay? And he says to you, like as a group of people, that you're rooted and you're going to be built up. And so what we need to do as we're building up our, ourselves with Jesus is that we need each other's help to be built up. So here's what I want you to do. Miss Lila, you're going to start us off. I want you to take your Lego and put it on this. We're going to say this is Jesus. We're building our lives on Jesus. And so just start building a house. And you can make it however you want to, but make sure it stays connected. And so put that on there. You got, you, you got the special guy in the middle, didn't you? Cool. All right, so just pass it around and start putting your Lego bricks. And as we think about putting those bricks on there, we're building up each other. So we can help one another be built up in the life of Jesus. And so it says, strengthen in the faith that you were taught. Well, what have you been taught about Jesus? What do you guys know about Jesus? What do you guys know about Jesus? This is where you can talk back to me. <laughs> They're so focused on getting the Lego. Okay, pass it around. Jack, John will help you. What do you know about Jesus? What do you know that he's done? He died on the cross. Thank you, Leo. Yes, Rod. He rose from the dead. Those are the game changers. That's important. What else did Jesus do? Do you remember some Jesus stories? He did miracles. What are some of the miracles that Jesus did? Do you know some of the miracles that Jesus did? Yeah? He provided food. In fact, I'm getting ready to talk about one way he provided food in a minute. So yes, very much so. Do you remember that Jesus walked on water? He walked on water and that there was a storm and he just said, peace be still and the storm stopped and there was dead people that he brought back to life. And those are, yeah, those are the, that's the, the Jesus that we follow that we build our lives on. So here we go. Let's practice again. Receiving Jesus. Remember, receiving, receiving, receiving Jesus grows. So we're growing deep roots. We're going to build our lives. And much. see how our Lego uh, house is going? Can you get that Lego? Can you show it to us? Yeah, that's looking good. Yeah. So much like that's being built up, we work together. We can help each other get built up in our life with Jesus. So... Jesus, as we said, came to this earth. We're going to celebrate his birth here soon. We're going to celebrate his birth at Christmas. He did miracles. He taught us how to love, G how to love God. He talked about the Holy Spirit. He died on the cross, rose from the dead, ascended on high as king, and he's going to come back someday. That's what we build our lives upon. And then our last part. Okay, so receiving Jesus grows and overflows. This one's fun, isn't it? Overflows. Let's practice that. Overflows. Am I doing that one okay? Overflow? That's good. Overflows, okay? Overflows with what? What do we want to overflow with? Thanksgiving. 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 Okay, so Rosalind told us about this story. There's this time in the life of Jesus where there were thousands of people. There were thousands of people, and they were hungry. And Jesus says to his disciples, 
hey, we need to give them something to eat. And one of the disciples, his name was Peter, he spoke up and he said, hey, here's a boy with five small barley loaves and two small fish, but how will they... How far will they go among so many people? So you had a few fish and a couple loaves of bread, thousands of people. How is that going to feed all these people? How's that going to happen? It's going to need to give them to Jesus. So it says, Jesus says, have the people sit down. There was plenty of grass in that place. The people sat down. About 5,000 men were there. Jesus then took the loaves and gave thanks. Isn't that part of our lesson? Overflow with thanksgiving. So we give thanks. Jesus gives thanks to his father for this little boy's lunch. So he gave thanks and he distributed the the food as they were seated as much as they wanted and he did the same with the fish. John chapter 6 verse 12. When they had all had enough to eat, he said to his disciples, gather the pieces that are left over. Let nothing be wasted. He says, so gather the pieces that are left over. Do you know what that word means? The food that's overflowing. So all the people, thousands of people, had so much food, there was, they, were, they were full, and there was food that was left over. It was overflowing. And so we talk about receiving, ready? Receiving Jesus grows, we're growing roots, grows and overflows with thanksgiving. Doing great here. And that's from Colossians chapter 2, verses 6 and 7. So what are some ways that you can overflow with thanksgiving? What are some ways that you can overflow with thanksgiving? Okay. Thank you. I'll look at this. Thank you. Very good. See our house that we built? So rooted, built up, strengthened. This is pretty strong. The cool thing is these blocks are tied together. Okay? You work them together and they stay strong together on this foundation. So this is an example. We've got our cool little puppy dog there in the middle. Isn't that fun? Okay? So we build each other up, but we need everyone's help. Just like we need everyone's help here. We can't do this by ourselves. We need everyone's help to be built up Strong. Nice job, everybody. Yes? Mm-hmm. Sure. Mm-hmm. So we are going to talk about how, what are some ways we can give thanks? What are some things that you're thankful for today? Yes? So he's thankful for um, the church and the chili and the bounce houses, spoiler alert, the rain called the bounce houses off. So I have to say that for another day. Sorry. Um, they can't set them up in the rain. So not our choice. But, but yeah, we're still going to have fun. Lots of games. Very good. Spencer? The church. You're thankful for the church. Isn't that cool hearing this from the kids? What are you thankful for? Your family. Axel, what about you? Wow. So you're overflowing with thanksgiving right now. So let me, you're thankful for the church and for everyone here today. Thankful that God loves you 
and for everyone supporting the church. Is that what you said? That's really, really good. Uh, so thank you for sharing that. How about you, Jack? What do you want to say thanks for? Thanks for your family. Very good. Very, very good. Okay, yes. For the church. And Jesus died on the cross for our sins. Yes, Leo? One second. What'd you say, buddy? Thank you for the games that we're going to have. Yeah, that's going to be fun. You're thankful for all your friends. Good. All right. So, yes, last one. Thank you for your family. Very good. With pretty smile and dimples. So that's really good. Okay, yes. You're thankful for your dad and... Did I miss the other part? A little bit. A little bit. You're thankful for your dad a little bit. Okay. That's good. I think that's... And, and a thumbs up, though. Dad's getting thumbs up, so... So I think that's still overflowing at Thanksgiving. Okay, so we're going to practice our memory verse. And then, Mr. Chris, go ahead and come and get ready. Are you guys ready to see what overflowing with Thanksgiving might look like? Yeah. Have you been wondering what we're going to do with this stuff? Yeah. Okay. So we're going to, uh, we're going to make some... You do, huh? Okay. Okay, well, just... See if, we're, see if we're right, okay? So don't spoil it. Don't spoil it for everybody, okay? okay? All right. So receiving, remember? Receiving. You can do it out here too if you remember. Receiving Jesus grows and overflows with thanksgiving. All right. So Mr. Chris, come. We've got a resident scientist here today with us. Isn't that cool? And so he's going to show us some things about what this could look like to overflow with thanksgiving. All right. You ready? You want this microphone or however you want to do it, it's fine. Whatever, you're good. You're here? Okay, so listen up to Mr. Chris. So first I'm going to need two volunteers to help me. Um, I'll do Karsten and... Yeah. So you guys can go ahead and stand up. Okay. And I don't know, you want the other ones on stage? or However, wherever you're in charge, so um, whatever you think. So maybe if they can just scoot to the edge of the stage. Scoot back so you don't get hurt. Something may go wrong here, I don't know. Okay? So who's our, who's our scientist? My two volunteers, can, maybe Warren can help yeah. me get them yeah. suited up. Yep. Okay. Is this, which one's getting suited up where? Okay. We've got your own has, hazmat suit here for you. So uh, hopefully this will be okay. Uh, does it zip in the front or the back, Chris? I don't know. I, don't know. I think we're going to zip it. Which way do you want it to zip? <laughs> you got it? Guys are doing great. Thanks to your patience, everybody. We want safety is our priority here at church, so you getting it okay? Good. I'll help you here. Good. All right. Good. 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 What else, Chris? Do they get the, the shoes too? Okay, booties for your shoes just in case something goes wrong 
You go ahead and zip that up and I'll put these on your shoes. You guys doing okay there? Okay, are you excited? No, you're not? Okay, step in here. It was a coconut. All right. You think, are you still want to do this? Okay. He says, I feel like something's going to go terribly wrong. You trust us though, don't you? We would never intentionally put you in harm's way. Okay, good. What else, Chris? Okay, need some gloves too. Okay, you're still in here, okay? And glasses, okay? Some safety glasses. So there's that. Here you go, Karsten. Get you started with some gloves. Good. Okay. Nice. There you go, buddy. Cool. All right. This. Oh, the glasses, yes. There you go. There you go, partner. All right. Gotta move He Man over out of the way. Thanks for your patience, everybody. Okay. Chris is going too, huh? All right. He's got his lab coat on. Only had one lab coat. Sure, I'm sure it will. So uh, our experiment today is called elephant toothpaste. And mainly just gets that because uh, it's going to look like tooth, uh, squeezing toothpaste out of a toothpaste holder. But, um, so the reaction uses hydrogen peroxide and yeast. Um, and so if you're familiar with hydrogen peroxide as two hydrogen atoms and two oxygen atoms. And so the reaction, uh, when you add it to yeast, uh, yeast is a catalyst, and a catalyst means that it just makes the reaction go faster. Um, So like if you've ever used peroxide on your hand and it bubbles up, that's kind of reacting with the bacteria and sterilizing it. The same thing's happening with uh, yeast. When you add peroxide to it, um, it releases oxygen, and that's what's going to bubble up. We're going to add soap to it to make it really bubbly. Um, but the experiment we, Warren and I read, uh, kind of called for like a 12-ounce bottle, but we didn't think he'd be able to see that very well. Um, and I've been watching a lot of reruns of Home Improvement. Um, <laughs> so like the great experimental scientist, Tim the Toolman Taylor, we decided to uh, increase that fourfold. Um, because why do things small when you can do them big and faster? But, um, so I don't think it's going to hit the ceiling, but we're well suited up just in case. Um, but again, it's just going to produce like oxygen and water, so it's nothing uh, real dangerous. But, but I'll go ahead and have you guys start mixing some yeast for me.
Good. Come over here, Carson. So, this is just the yeast you would buy if you're going to make your own bread at the store. So you guys can go ahead and dump those into these bowls. Do they tear? Oh, they do tear. Okay, you want to pour that in there? the first one tears. I don't How much of that yeast do you want in there? Uh, we'll do all three of them. Okay. And also, like uh, Tim Taylor, I did not try this before we are experimenting. So. <laughs> just because I had coffee in here before I And then you can just uh, kind of stir it with that spoon. Um, this one's about twice the strength of what you'd buy at the store. This is just the normal stuff you'd buy. Um, but again, go big or go home, so I bought extra stuff. <laughs>
couple of squirts of soap. Extended four squirts, so the more squirts, the bigger it'll get, probably. Okay. Good job, Felix. And the last thing. He's fine. <clears throat> we have three color choices. We got yellow, blue, or red. Or I can mix them if you want green or something like that. Put 10 drops of that in there. Sorry, I'm kind of standing in the way. Okay, so remember, let's practice our memory verse for more time. Receiving Jesus grows and overflows with thanksgiving. So we will see how our overflowing goes here. You guys ready? Here it comes. Flowing. Sometimes it's a process to grow. <laughs> Sometimes it is. Overflowing with thanksgiving. It's coming. It's coming now. Clearly, I haven't been taking enough notes from Tim Taylor. But. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, guys? Is that kind of cool? Yeah, it's going to be 
overflowing for a while, it looks like. So that's why we've got our pool here if we need it. Okay, so let's give our scientists a round of applause. Got my little goodie bag somewhere that had the Legos. Okay, perfect. So, thank you, Chris. Thank you, Karsten, for being patient. Felix. So here's your takeaway today, guys and gals. I want you to take this card. It just has our church name on it, but this is a card you can make to overflow with Thanksgiving. So maybe there's someone that you can tell Thanksgiving. There he comes, overflowing with Thanksgiving. It'll come. It's starting to overflow here too, guys. You see that? So, Christian life takes a lot of patience. Okay, it does. And so, uh, we're going to grow and overflow with Thanksgiving. So, I'm going to give you each a card today, uh, you young ones. And before you go to bed tonight or by the end of the week... I want you to draw a picture on this or tell someone that you're thankful for them, okay? So I want you to think of someone that you can say that you can tell them thanks for. Here's a card. Thank you. Good thing I have a pin Here's your cards. And you guys can, once you have your card, you can go have a seat. And we're going to prepare for communion. And one of the ways that we talk about communion is giving thanks. It's a thanks meal, a thank you meal. So we give God thanks 